Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing, the pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 27th of April. I'm not sure where the week has gone. Feels like a Tuesday rather than a Thursday. But anyway, as always, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's kick things off with the scores on the doors. And we have the Dow Jones falling 229 points or 0.68%. A little bit disappointing uh, given we had a firmer look at uh, US futures yesterday. 33,302. It had a high of 115 up and a low of 295 down. So a little bit of volatility creeping in there. The NASDAQ, though, was the success story of the session was up uh, 0.47%, finishing at 11,854. It was up as much as 1.4% during the day, but certainly trimming those gains. Although after hours, we have seen Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, release their numbers, beating expectations. Good number. The stock is up around 12% after hours. So expect to see NASDAQ futures again in our time uh, looking a little bit better. Currently, we have Dow futures at eight points up. This is at 8.26 when I'm recording this podcast. NASDAQ futures just coming up now live. Uh, We have NASDAQ futures up 69 points. So the rally continues there for NASDAQ on the back of those meta results. The S&P 500 down 0.38% in the middle for Diddle, down 16 points, 4,056. And the VIX volatility index picking up a smidgling, 18.84, up 0.4 of a percent. SPY futures showing a loss of 16 points, or 0.22%. We had a six-point loss yesterday, which was not a bad result. We opened around 30, 35 points down, uh, rallied back on the back of that slightly better than expected CPI number, which shows that the RBA is most likely to pause next week. Not that it makes an awful lot of difference. They've gone so hard so fast that 25 basis points and a pause is really irrelevant. Certainly we are at the top of that interest rate cycle, but the question now will be how long they will leave it there rather than how high it will go. So that is going to be the interest. Looking at uh, European markets, we had uh, weakness across the board. Slew of results out in Europe, some good, some bad, but the markets didn't like most of them. Stock 600 down 0.8, FTSE down 0.5, Germany down 0.5, France down 0.9%. Looking at US stocks, we had Apple unchanged, Meta up 0.9. That was in normal hour trade, but as I say, they did come out with their numbers after the market and we're up around 11 or 12 percent so that's certainly helping those nasdaq futures at the moment google down 0.13 microsoft uh, building on those results that we saw the previous after our session 7.2 percent better for them amazon up 2.4 percent tesla in a world of pain at the moment down 4.31 percent no amount of kathy wood spruiking and rolling out a futurist that says tesla pricing is going to be tenfold in five years' time, is going to help at the moment with margin compression happening as Elon Musk continues to cut prices of his electric vehicles. Netflix 
down 0.4. JP Morgan, US banks, once again under pressure on the back of the regional banking issues. JP Morgan down 1.8%. Citigroup down 2.2%. Goldman down 0.9%. Bank of America down 1.4%. Wells Fargo down 2.7%. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 0.7%. In other US stocks, we had ExxonMobil down 0.9%. General Motors down 2.1%. So it's not just confined to Tesla in terms of that margin compression. Uh, General Motors down 2.1%. GE down 2.3%. Ford down 2% as well. Looking at the bond market in the US, uh, still that flight to quality continues and money flowing back into the bond market. US 10-year yields 3.445 up 4.7 basis points. The two years 3.949 up 5.3 basis points. Aussie 10s 3.34. Bitcoin slightly higher 28.226. The Aussie dollar still hovering around 66.02. The US dollar index down 0.4 of a percent. Across to the commodities, Brent crude taking a tumble. In fact, oil taking a big tumble. Uh, down 3.7% for Brent crude. $3 to 77.82. Bear in mind that when the Saudis cut production back at the beginning of April, the oil price spiked up to $85. And the predictions were that oil was going to 100 bucks. Uh, And, of course, that is always the moment to sell when all the pundits start calling the oil price higher. We're now at 77.82. WTI down $2.72, 3.5% to 74.23. The gold price off a smidgling, down 0.4 of a percent, $8.40, And in LME metals, copper up 0.3%. Nickel up 1.4, aluminium pretty much unchanged, zinc up 1.8, lead unchanged, tonne up 1.6%. We did see iron ore continuing to fall a little bit, although we did see a little bit of strength appearing in Dalian iron ore futures yesterday, which is more than can be said for the lithium price, which took another leg down in China yesterday, down, according to our numbers, down 4%. Looking at the mining stocks overseas, we have BHP up 2.2%, Rio up 1.3%, Freeport McMoran down 1.3%, Alcoa down 0.8%, Tech up 4.9%, Anglo unchanged, Glencore up 2.6%, Vale up 0.9%, and Arbomile in the lithium space actually having a better day up 2.6%. There. Looking at the US uh, reports in a little more detail, Meta reporting an unexpected increase in revenue for the first quarter after three straight periods of declines. The company also forecast a second quarter, uh, which exceeded expectations. $2.20 earnings per share, revenue $28.65 billion. Uh, The market was expecting $27.65 billion, uh, but daily active users slightly higher, $2.04 billion as against $2.01 billion. In the regional banks in the U.S., it wasn't a good day for First Republic. And let's face it, uh, they are going to need to be rescued at some stage, days away. First Republic down another 30%, fell 50% on Tuesday. And um, that was on the back of that massive drop in deposits. They uh, had deposits dropping 40% to $104.5 billion in the first quarter. Chipotle uh, shares, they were up to an all-time high. Strong earnings from them, up nearly 13%. Jefferies, one of the big US brokers, has downgraded the price target for Tesla 
citing added pressure to the company margins. They said, however, fascinating the investment case remains. Relative price aggression is not supportive of high multiple investment case while unfolding. There you go, broker speak for you. The bullishness retreats from an 18-month high in latest investors' intelligence survey. The bullish sentiment towards stocks dropped to 48.6 from 50.7 in the latest weekly survey of financial newsletter editors. That's me. No one phoned me. And Ray Dalio, the billionaire founder of hedge fund Bridgewater, says that China and America are on the brink of war and the situation will only deteriorate in the run-up to the U.S. presidential election next year. He was just back from a 13-day trip through China. And uh, the Bank of England's uh, chief economist, Hugh Pill, said that companies and workers are trying to pass the impact of inflation onto each other and that risks persistent inflation. What we are facing now, he said, is that reluctance to accept that, yes, we are all worse off, We all have to take our share. I'm sure he's not taking his share. Looking at local news today, we have got uh, first quarter trade prices at 11.30. We've also got Chinese March industrial profits and Eurozone April consumer and economic confidence numbers. In other news, Liberum Capital has uh, been bearish on iron ore for some time, but even they have been surprised by the drop over the last six weeks. The spot price traded briefly below 100 bucks, and uh, that is something that we need to keep an eye on. Uh, there's uh, trouble for West Farmers. They, their company API, which they recently bought, which is bidding for Silk Laser uh, at $3.15. There is a, a hedge fund manager called uh, Harvest Lane Asset Management, which has been buying up a stake in Silk Laser. They reckon they've got about 2% at the moment, but they are building uh, positions there. ANZ is projecting, projecting that Sydney house prices to rise 2% this year and Perth to live by, lift by 1%. Melbourne is forecast to end this year flat. Brisbane set to fall 2%. Hobart by 8%. Lots and lots of reports out this morning. We've got Sandfire Resources out. Q3 copper production 18,500 tonnes. The market was going for around 17,000 tonnes. And FY23 guidance reaffirmed. Northern Star out as well with Q3 gold production. 363.1 thousand ounces. The market was going for 393,000 ounces. Dacian Gold has reported Q3 gold production. 9,197 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost of 2452. That's quite a high all-in sustaining cost. Broker news today. Steadfire Group has been downgraded to neutral from outperform at Macquarie. Blue Scope Steel downgraded to underperform from outperform at CLSA. Vulcan Energy has signed a term sheet with Nobidian for proposed central lithium plant joint venture. We've also got uh, Reliance Worldwide Corp out with their nine-month revenue, 932.2 million, up 10.3%. Champion Iron reported Q4 iron ore production, uh, which was up 65% year-on-year, 3.1 million wet metric tonnes. And in other news, Regis Resources confirms Q3 gold production, 103.7 thousand ounces, all in sustaining costs of 18.27, a lot better than we saw with Dacian. Uh, EM 
medical devices. We won't bother with them. That's too small to worry about. The ASX has proposed the sale of Yield Broker, in which the ASX holds a 43% stake. The proposed sale is for 125 million cash, which would value ASX stake at 55 million. Uh, the current carrying value of the investment is 30 million dollars there. St. Barbara has reported Q3 gold production, 58,567,000 ounces. That is a 4% increase quarter on quarter. And Telex Pharmaceutical is to acquire a company called Dedicade for 1.1 million euros upfront paid in equities. Interesting move there from those guys. Well, that's it so far from me today. Not an awful lot else to report. But as usual, thanks very much for listening. May the trading gods be with you today. Question of the day today. Let's kick things off. It is nearly the end of April. What will be the ASX 200 closing level on June the 30th? A small prize in store for anybody that picks nearest the pin uh, for that one. June 30, closing level on the ASX 200. Also today, I am on the call on Ausbiz at 12 o'clock, talking 10 stocks with Mark Gardner from Macro Capital. And I will be releasing my latest On the Couch session, where I sat down with Peter Gray, interesting guy from Zip, uh, certainly a stock that's had its highs and lows. So that's a fascinating conversation with Peter, and uh, that will be released later today. But that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.